Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I took my bra off. Ooh, (laughs) now it's a party. You and took your I'm bra off a and a light colored shirt, and that's like not okay. But I'm like, it's my wifey. Sorry, it's a okay. Because <laughs> I usually podcast record with no bra on, and uh-uh. but the thing is, with our FaceTime, it's just from like the top of the yeah. nip up. Yeah, you can't tell. I mean, and even if you could, like you said, it's just wifey. It's just me. Yeah. yeah, I'll show you my nipples. Yeah, let's see that through that sexy white t-shirt. Mm, it's a contest, and you're winning. <laughs> but you <laughs> wish you could see this, everybody. <laughs> it's very sweaty. <laughs> it's so hot, like here as well. And that's I was gonna for well, I don't know, I'm jumping the gun here. Actually, let's just do the intro because I was about to talk about our our topic on okay, accident. Amy. Um, did you know that this is a podcast called (gasps) Banshees and Booze? A paranormal podcast? With a shot of liquid courage? Oh my God. Is it that one? Is it? Oh my gosh. That was such an organic introduction. Uh It just came out of nowhere. It just was the right time. I (laughs) love it. We just like girl bossed and did our own thing. And I like it. (laughs) Yes, we did. Well, you know, I feel like speaking of that, Uh um, the drink, you know, today I'm, our topic is a kind of blanket of uh, haunted wineries slash vineyards, vineyards, tasting rooms, wine cellars, anything along that line. Yep, yep, yep. So I naturally was trying to find a wine from the- A beer. The, oh, yep. Okay. Uh, beer would be shit, great right shit. now. Uh, can we pause recording for was one second this, while I- I think we did haunted to 7-Eleven. Uh, oh. Shit, shit, shit. A little Sutter home. Just uh, kidding. <laughs> I am ready to go. I really did want a beer. I was like, no, Amy, no. It's a wine episode. Uh Come uh on. Um, I know I was going to do red wine, but then it's really hot. So I just poured a chilled rosé in Uh my partner's in wine glass that you gave me. Oh, I should have gotten that. What's wrong with me? We will never with me. (laughs) (laughs) Throw back to last week's episode. Just to keep it going in your head. Um, (gasps) Well, I did white wine for the same reason. I was like, it's too fucking hot. So hot. I I mean, I like, I do like white wine and red wine equally. I'll I'll say I've been on a red wine kick lately, Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. I was just like, no. We will never remember to both drink from our partners in wine glasses at the same time. I remember when you first sent this to me, like the next record that we did was wine. Yeah. And like we held up our glasses and you were like, what the hell? And you had the partners in wine glass and I did not. You know, I'll say that I think that when we've talked about this, this is why we're such good partners is that when one of us is really performing, the other one's like taking a little rest. And we just, for whatever reason, we are able to lift each other up in like at the appropriate times. So honestly, if we both had our partners in wine glass, I don't know what would happen. So true. You're right. The world would stop. I mean, yeah, it has to be one or the other on top of shit. Not both. Doesn't the work glass, that way. 
I have is the glass that my last drink was made in. And I just like drank the rest of it and poured the wine into it because that's the amount of effort I can put into this right now. Girl. And that's okay. (laughs) Podcasts take a lot of effort. So if all we have in us is to pour wine in a glass that we've Mm -hmm. already used in the last episode, that is okay. Also, it's a beautiful glass. Thank you. It should be used twice in a row I do love this glass it's a good glass it's a great glass I heck I would have poured this rosé right into that tiki glass I used in our Uh last episode but you know wasn't thinking ahead wasn't thinking I said I gotta use my partners in wine club and it's so hot right and we have AC and everything but it's so hot that the glass was warm because it was it's like the the cabinet that I store the wine glasses in is on like the very side of the house where all the sun is like pounding mm. through right now. And I don't mm-hmm. think that all these old houses were, are insulated very well because yeah. I'm like, ew, my glassware is hot from the outside sun. That's Oof. disgusting. Well, I'm old now and <laughs> I I have to be on a little medication right now. And we were talking a couple of weeks ago about being so rich that we could put our air conditioners down. Yes. So I legitimately, my air conditioner right now, Amy, are you ready? My air conditioner is set at 72 right now. You're so rich. still really hot. Oh, I, these medications really I'm mess with you. I'm done with, I'm ready to be done with this. But mm. also just hashtag blessed that I can live that dad thermostat life. <laughs> oh. You're so rich. 72, Tammy. <laughs> I know. I'm going to really regret it oh. next month when my bill comes oh my in. God. I mean, assuming that the uh, Texas State Grid can sustain my air conditioner at this level. I mean. I mean, you've got oil heiress money with that. Keeping it at 72. <laughs> you could pay them off, girl. <laughs> 72 that I have mine at 76 right now and I'm like what's this bill gonna look like oh god no for real and normally I'm like freezing I'm like I don't like this but oh I just I'm so sweaty no I'm sure and I'm sure it's so humid there too it's always gross it actually has not been so bad this this week or the past couple of days it has been it has kept itself into the 90s these past couple of days so that's nice dang wait is it usually warmer than the 90s Oh my God. All last week, it like, I was driving down the highway and at one point it said 109. Oh, so, yeah. What? Oh, that is hot. It was not pleasant. So, oh my God. So, when I told you earlier, I was like, I just really can't take my garbage out right now. That's why. I get that. It's I get like, that. You will melt a, to the sidewalk oof, in two I'll seconds. Die. Yes. That sounds I'm terrible. already hot. <laughs> I got to take my garbage bins out to this evening too after this. And I'm like, mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I have to take my garbage. Oh, no, tomorrow, I guess. I was going to say, I think, do we have the same garbage day? Oh, my God. Monday mornings? Yeah, mine's Tuesday mornings. Oh, my gosh. But so so close. close. So close, Amy. We have so much in common, Amy. (laughs) (laughs) And we're only just discovering it after being friends for so long. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, who knew our garbage days are a day apart? This is important information to you, to me, to our listeners. Mm -hmm. Um... Okay, speaking of wines. <laughs> <laughs> oh, cheersies. Oh my god, we never cheers. Whoops. Cheers. You said you're having a rose. I'm having a Pinot Grigio. It's that that prophecy. Ooh, cool. Brand. Yeah, it's just it's like a nice it's like delicious. mid-level. You this know. 
this I don't know this is a uh, French rosé it's definitely from mm-hmm. France it's got little butterflies etched on the bottle it's beautiful I don't oh. know the name of it so can I tell you about my adventure I alluded to my adventure the other day yes but so this would have been perfect. I just can't. I can't right now. So <laughs> it was my birthday last Thursday. And I had a great day. I treated myself. Had a lovely day. And then I was like, I bought like a steak for myself even. But I was like, you know what? I'm going to go out for happy hour. I'm going to go. And I remembered there's a wine bar that I can walk to that I haven't haven't been to yet. Um, just haven't like taken the time to check it out. And, you know, COVID and everything. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I'll go check that out. So I walk in and it's like, I've seen that there's little tables outside. And I also had seen that they have racks of stuff. Like you, you can buy, you know, stuff there. And so I walk in and there's like a couple people at tables inside. And then I kind of walk up to the bar and it just feels like a very, like everyone's hanging out kind of a vibe. And I kind of like wander in and, and there's two guys behind and they're like, Hey, how's it going? I was like, so I haven't been here before. And he goes, well, you want to taste some wines? And I was like, I guess I do want to taste some wines. Man, that guy got me so drunk. Um, (laughs) It was, it was, it was a magical evening. It really was until the part that I barfed. But... But up until that part, it was great. It, I was legitimately like, oh, my God, I found my place in the neighborhood. Because Yay! the two guys that own the place were so sweet. And then, like, a friend that they used to own a business next to was there that night. And he was, like, an older gentleman. And he and I started talking about traveling. And we were just having the greatest conversation talking about that. And then there was this lady and her husband and they had their eight week old baby and we were talking about their baby and she let me hold the baby. And like, then I started talking to this other girl and then it turns out we knew each other kind of not really, but like we went to UT together with the exact same age, which you know, you never know. And then I said something about, I was joking about my degree. I was like, yeah, because I got a theater and dance degree. She was like, oh my God, my roommate majored in theater and dance. And then she was like, you don't know Blair, do you? And like said her last name. And I was like, um, yeah, I know her. <laughs> I was like, we were in a million classes together. She was the same age. I was like, we were in a play together. And she was like, oh, my God, I went and saw her in a play one time. It was this weird thing about the 20s, about like this like beauty queen. And I was like, that was me. I was that person. <laughs> like, How crazy. Yeah. So we ended up hanging out like for the rest of the night. We went and got dinner. and It was really fun. Aww. So anyway. Um, so I did, I was overserved, as my aunt says, um, but it was a great time. <laughs> but so I thought it was really funny cause then I was getting ready for this and I was like, I should go get a bottle of wine. And then I was like, my tummy was like, Tammy, no, you need no. to not walk back over there right now. You need to just drink this prophecy wine and it's fine. Yes. I mean, uh, clearly that night, yes, it was your birthday, but you were doing research for the podcast. I was doing research guys. Yes. Here's a hot tip. Don't mix orange wine, which you know I love orange wine. Oh my like god! Three that's... orange wines. Ooh, orange. Okay, get ready though. Orange wine, rosé wine, white wine. That was my tasting. Those are my three Whoa. tastings. Then they gave me this weird port stuff. Oh lord! Then they gave me a Malbec. Then Good. we went to dinner where they said it was my birthday, so they brought out champagne. Mm. Then they brought out a little bottle of Cab. Mm-mm. And, like, in my defense, (laughs) 
That's too much wine. That is too much wine, Tammy. That's too much wine. That is too much wine. And my tummy agreed and said, I'm going to get rid of some of this wine quickly. So I'm going to do a favor right now. I'm going to let this go. And you're 36 now, and you just can't do this anymore. And I said, thank you. We had a great time. Thank you. (laughs) Moving forward, I will remember this until the next time where I don't remember this, Uh and I do it again. Because I'd like to say I haven't thrown up from being overserved since I was 36, but I definitely have, especially when I've overserved myself at home. Yep, yep. (laughs) That's the place to do it, though, really. Yeah, oh gosh, in the comfort of your own home, and then Uh you just get so mad at yourself. Like, yeah, but that was like before the pandemic. That was the last time I got sick from alcohol. I had some friends over, and I just, I was in hostess mode, Mm -hmm. and then like, I kept like it's mixing mixing is like so it's poison it's so bad and then you don't realize too because then you're not eating as much food which honestly like I was chatting with this girl who seems very sweet we've exchanged phone numbers we're gonna we literally were like let's have dinner and not drink next time (laughs) because I had a great time talking with her um I was talking so much that I wasn't eating you know like I was just like in the moment or whatever yeah um and then yeah, and all of those wines oh my that gosh. I just mentioned. That's so that that was so much. I had to take a sip of water instead of wine because I was like, <laughs> I think I'm nauseous. Yeah, yeah. just I hearing it. <laughs> feel like too. I mean, I was trying to think because, like, yeah, I haven't been barfy drunk in a long time, and I was like, have I been barfy drunk in this apartment? And the answer is yes. But it was like <laughs> right when I moved in, which like in my defense was like right when I had gotten dumped. So that's like oh. the perfect time to drink until you almost die, right? Absolutely. Like, the pr- if there's you. ever a perfect time, you know, that's it is the then. time. It is that's when the time, and I'm sure that's the night that you wrote your magical limerick about getting dumped. And obviously, I mean, that's where that would have been. Came out. That would have been lovely. I will say this was this was better than I swear I'll stop talking about this. My the the bachelorette as I called it, the apartment I moved into after I was getting divorced. Uh-huh. When we were moving out, I was cleaning and I was like, "Oh my god, there's vomit behind this toilet." <laughs> like, how long has this been here and how did this happen? Oh. And is this even mine? Was oh, another god. question I had. And I will say I am less sloppy than I was then, but also I'm a little older and I can't get over it that quickly. So, <laughs> You know, it's all just about lessons learned. Lessons learned. It's a balance. Uh, Everyone's beautiful. Moana wrote a song about it. And Amy, you want to talk about haunted vineyards or whatever? I'm haunted just from listening to your wine tasting story. But yes, let's do that. Okay. Um, So I did a winery in Sonoma called... Bartholomew Park Winery. That sounds lovely. It does. It sounds lovely. Well, it better be lovely because it is. I looked up the, because of course I was like, I need to get a bottle of wine from this winery to drink on the podcast so I could do like a little, you know, tasting. Your own tasting. Like a responsible tasting. Yeah. (laughs) 
Well, I couldn't find any local place that sells it. So I went directly to their website, which of course I wasn't going to get it in time. And the yep. bottles were like 50 to $80 a bottle, which I'm like, no, for the podcast, sorry, but we're still no. not making money off of this. So I was mm-hmm. like, I'll just drink what's already open in my fridge. But yep. their wines looked lovely. Um, and there's that. So if you guys are interested and it sounds like they specialize in a nice Zin, you know, mm. go for it at Bartholomew Park Winery. Cali Zin. Love it. Love it. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, but you know what? I I'm here to talk about wine and ghosts so and let's ghosts. get into the ghosts uh my resources are backpackerverse sonomamagazine.com and uh abc7 who did our yeah. whole write-up on this place um okay so uh the vines of um bartholomew park winery the the vines were planted in the 1830s Damn. Some old ass wine. Uh-huh. Um, but this beautiful winery has in the past served many other roles. Um, so this is like after the vines were already planted. They're like, boy, we have so much land. You know what? This could also be a woman's prison, a hospital, and even a morgue. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I was expecting, but it was none of those things. Ah, nice, uh, nice Zinfandel to go along with your so uh, roomy toilet <laughs> <your> wine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just have a just have a crisp Pinot Noir as you're examining a corpse in the morgue. Mm-hmm. It's really so. There's no way in hell this place is not haunted. I sure. mean, come on. The author was like, it would be more shocking if this place did not have any ghosts. Right. Uh, and I agree. Um, so, okay, so the vines are already planted. I don't even know who what the winery was called back then. But in the 1940s, so like 110 years after these vines were planted and there was all sorts uh-huh. of funky shit going on here, um, journalist Frank Bartholomew purchased um, the the plot of land, the, the vineyard. Um, and then he sold the winery, so he kept it running. He sold it in 1968 um, but kept most of the vineyard turning, uh, and then he turned the old hospital into, uh, Hacienda Cellars Winery. Hmm. Um, and then in 1992, the old hospital turned winery, turned into Sonoma Valley Wine Museum. Um, Aww. yeah. So, um, okay. So they still make wine. Long story short, uh, Bartholomew Park Winery, like, fully, fully started to exist in 1992, and they're still up and running. Um, So this dude bought it in the 60s, but he... He was like, oh. It was like his own little like niche family exactly. winery. Exactly. Yeah, totally. Yeah. He's like, yeah. oh, look at that hospital. Let's make a cellar, a wine cellar out of it. <laughs> like this guy obviously liked wine and had a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, he, you know, since 92, Bartholomew Park Winery was up and running. So I mentioned that there's a museum on site, Sonoma Valley Wine Museum. Um. So the museum, which I feel like most museums like are haunted. Mm-hmm. Um, so apparently uh, there are ghosts uh, in the museum uh, and people who work there have seen them. And then they congregate in the winery's main building and the basement, which used to be the morgue. 
Um, I know. Um, one story goes that the remains of one of the incarcerated women, because it used to be a women's prison, mm-hmm. um, were found in the basement walls <gasps> during a 1970s earthquake retrofit. Uh, uh, that's gross. I don't like that. At first, I thought it was like after an earthquake, they could, bones fell out of the walls, mm-hmm. so, which would be worse. But just like you're there to like retrofit someone's building yeah. for them so it doesn't collapse and they're like, Ooh. Actually, there's a body in just here. That reminds body. me of, I feel like I've even said this on the podcast, but when I was uh, getting married and we were um, addressing our uh, wedding invitations and then we were moving after we got married and I was moving the couch and I found a bunch of wedding invitations because my ex-husband had, he had missed, he had messed up and he was too scared to tell me. So he just hid them in the couch. The shit you can find when you're moving. Uh Uh, They were like, Oh no. Like, like it's like a new, uh, like a new mortician. And they're like, Oh, I really messed this up. Shit. Let me just put it in the uh, wall over here. Nobody will ever find this. This will only take a good hour. I'll just gonna yeah. take this wall apart, shove the body <laughs> in, seal it back up, let the cement you dry. Know, We're good. I'm not very good at anatomy, but you know what I am great at is masonry. This'll be <laughs> this'll be fine. Who knows? Maybe they'll hire me to retrofit this building for an earthquake in another <laughs> life. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, it's so gross. Um, And then a short time after the winery opened, um, like as it is today, so the 90s, employees heard voices singing in the cellar, um, the part of the cellar that once housed the prisoners. So I think it went just basically prison, hospital, morgue. Yeah, Yeah, it's the prison to hospital to morgue pipeline in this country. Just ridiculous. I know, I know. And, you know, because of those wonderful uh, patterns that they created down in that basement, you can hear a choir singing in the afternoon (gasps) and again late at night. And it's usually church hymns. Yes. Uh, Creepy. Creepy and lovely all at the same time, but mostly creepy. Yeah. Yeah. What would be really creepy is if it was like not women's voices and just a bunch of dudes. And then you're like, what? I thought this was the latest prison. Um, Okay, so moving on to a totally different article. This is the one by ABC7. And I just, I'm just going to read it verbatim. Um, uh, It's the title is Ghost Hunter Tells Stories at Haunted Winery. Mm -hmm. Okay, here we go. It's not very long. During a workshop at Bartholomew Park Winery, a ghost hunter named Jeff Dwyer will reveal the results of his month-long investigation into the winery as part of the Sips and Spirits event to celebrate the infamous haunting of the winery's main building. Sips and Spirits? It's because Banshees and Booze was already taken. Oh, (laughs) shit, girl. You're right. Nailed it. Sips and Spirits event. Also, I love that he's like, um, I need to do a month-long investigation at this winery. So mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, Guys, sure you I'm did. I'm going to need a constant stream. You know what? Sips and Spirits to me, like, it's like Banshees and Booze is Barbie and Sips and Spirits is Skipper. <laughs> That's our little sister, and I love her. Barbie. <laughs> 
Barbie and Booze, Skipper and Where Sips. Br- <laughs> Skipper and Spirits. <laughs> I love it. I love it. We're totally Barbie and Booze. Oh, my God. <laughs> Skipper. <laughs> I remember Skipper. Uh-huh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, she is. Su- that event is such a Skipper. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Skipper and Spirits. Uh-huh. We're like, stop copying us, you yeah. annoying little sister. <laughs> Go um, away. Ken's coming over later. He's going to push his lump near our lump. <laughs> <laughs> and our bent arms are going to intertwine together in a th- in our throes of passion. But he has to leave early because tomorrow morning we have to go be a doctor, astronaut, <laughs> teacher, wife. <laughs> And I don't have enough fuel in my 57 Chevy, so <laughs> so I'm going to have to take the van. Or what would uh-huh. she have, like a camper van, too? I totally had one of those camper they vans. It was so like a, cool. It was like for the beach. Yes, yes, that's right. Yeah. Oh, my God. And it had the little cabana that came with it. I remember that. That was the thing that almost blinded me. That's another story. Oh, anyway, geez. go ahead. Fuck you, Barbie. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay, okay. So you, he was there for a month because as, you know, investigators who are into mm-hmm. wine must do. I get that. Sure. I support that. Um, mm-hmm. The building closed as a, oh, here's some history that was lacking in my last research. The building closed <laughs> as a hospital in 1957 and became a winery, but spirits still roam the building and especially the basement, which used to be a morgue. We knew that. Um, God. So this ghost hunter named Dwyer, he's like, there were 35 years of death and dying and misery in there. I kind of said that like a Zach Bagan tone. You really did. Yeah, it just feels like that's how he would say it. I understand that. Any quote from a male ghost hunter is going to sound that way. Yeah, I just don't believe in them. Exactly. They're just- Except for Jason and Grant, I guess. Yeah, yeah, they cool. they're cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, since early September of whatever year this article was written, Dwyer mm-hmm. has visited the winery weekly, <laughs> okay, to, to hunt for evidence of ghosts and has spent three nights alone in the building. Sure. With the ghosts. Do we need to have an intervention with him? Dwyer, three nights on a bender at a winery is, that's a a lot. I went on one night of a bender at a winery recently, and that was enough for me, so. (laughs) Well, I hope this was enough for him. He said he found quite a lot going on in there. I'm sure (laughs) he did. Um, Yeah. hot and cold spots you know the huge um during part of the investigation down in the old morgue there was a time when the room suddenly turned ice cold he said it was just freezing to the point where i couldn't sit there any longer i had to go upstairs to warm up and by that i mean mm. he probably poured another's in nippy poo yeah <laughs> Um, in 2006, five psychics attempted to hold a seance, but they were so overwhelmed with spiritual activity, they got exhausted and they had to stop. They had to go upstairs and, and investigate the winery. <laughs> they had to open up some old bottles of wine to mm-hmm. make sure they weren't haunted at the very yep. bottom of the bottle. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's where the hauntings are. That's where the ghosts are. That's the bottom uh-huh. of the Definitely, bottle. Definitely. They're down there. There's something about tannins. And... You gotta get to the bottom of that bottle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's where you meet your dark side. Tannins and terror. 
so many podcast spinoffs. They're oh like, it's God. it's pronounced terroir, Tammy. It's not terror. It's terror when I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, our drunk friend Dwyer said that uh-huh. he spoke with a psychic who had spent some time in the building and claimed to have felt Native American energy, most likely from the spirits of those who died in the 1800s before the building even existed. Okay, sure. finally, someone who's acknowledging, like, it's not the building, it's the land. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, during his investigation, Dwyer did audio recordings, you know, the usual. He said that he picked up sounds that sounded like flutes and thumping sounds that sounded like drums, like Native American-type music. But I'm like, okay, okay. okay. Um, uh, he heard a piano being played in the old morgue. Um. And he said that's very plausible that that's what he heard because the incarcerated women used to practice for their choir in the morgue. I'm very confused. If this, you're confused, I'm confused. You know what? It's a multi-use space it's, is what I'm I'm a, learning. It's just a rec center down there. I was like, really morgue, is. choir practice, prison, hospital. Mm-hmm. I'm like. Sure, there was like a paint paint and party section, you know. <laughs> also, like. Was there only a basement back then? Did they not build the rest of the? Because it seems like literally every everything is, at the basement. is happening in the basement. It's like, yeah. well, the basement used to be a prison, and then the basement was a hospital, uh-huh. and then the basement was a morgue, and then the basement—it's like, okay, so I'm wondering if there's a house, like, or any other structure yeah, is on this. Yeah, there property. anything above ground? My and God. Then we retrofitted the basement for earthquakes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, what the heck? Uh, and then it's talking about this dude's history, like how he always saw ghosts. Um, it doesn't have to do with the the winery, but when he was 12, he saw his first ghost. He was looking out his window and he saw a man that looked like a sailor with a big bag over his shoulder. Ooh. And then as he was watching the man, he vanished into thin air. And Dwyer's like, and that's when I started seeing ghosts. And then I had to drink some wine. Uh-huh. Like, we get that. Um, other ghost stories have, that have supposedly floated around the winery for years include a ghost of a woman named Madeline, who was mm. a patient at the asylum in the 20s and 30s. Okay. Come on. So now Make we have an asylum. Mind. You guys. You, you guys. know what I've decided? It's just like they didn't know what to do with women back then. So they were like, I don't know. I guess you're crazy or a prisoner or dead. That's the only thing we know about you. God, you are so right. This is so, <laughs> so true. They're like, by hospital, we meant mental hospital. Uh-huh. Because, yeah. Yeah. It's so true. It's like, no, guys, I just had some PMS because my yeah. hormones are off the chart. Jesus Christ. Because I keep drinking mercury that you put in everything. For some <laughs> weird reason, I'm cramping. Arsenic and mercury and everything. <laughs> uh, Madeline, this ghost, um, like most of the incarcerated women, would frequently try to run away. And one day, Madeline finally managed to escape and was never seen again until she returned as a ghost oh that blows i know um and then some people are like were the bones in the wall were they <gasps> madeline oh my god and that's why her spirit remained there mm-hmm. um winery em- employees have reported various unexplainable incidents including when a door locked on its own and when a fire extinguisher propelled itself off of a wall Dangerous. Damn. I know that's a lot of strength, man. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so yeah, the location dabbled in a little bit of the afterlife um, uh, before it started selling wine to everybody. Um, and this uh, article, this came from a different, I think this was from Backpacker Verse. It was like, maybe the ghosts weren't like mad and wanted to haunt the building. Maybe the ghosts just had the foresight to stick around Sonoma until it started making <gasps> world class wine. Yeah. Uh, now we're talking. Hell yeah. <laughs> smart. See, they're very smart ghosts. They're like, no, no, no. I'm not crossing over quite yet mm-hmm. because I have a feeling that Sonoma's <laughs> going to start making some delightful fucking wine and I don't want to miss that. Amen. So, yeah, there's uh, there's Bartholomew Winery for you. A bunch of prison wine, morgue wine. Uh, morgue wine. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. So I'm sure those grapes have a real interesting flavor considering uh-huh. all of the death in the soil i mean and it's very f- expensive and the flutes and the drums and the choirs <laughs> <laughs> anyway time to drink okay that was terrible research i should have read yeah. it before i said it no yours you did a good job um oh, we were talking before we started that we were both a little uh shaky on our research and i was like no amy's killing it so really? let's see if i can let's see if i can pretend to make my research interesting okay i'm in I halfway picked this because it was in a weird place. (laughs) I picked Howell's Main Street Winery in Howell, Michigan. Oh, Howell, Michigan, known for their fine wine. I was like, what are you even talking about, internet? (laughs) I'm picking that one. And then, which I frequently do, I'll, I'll be like, Oh, I have a topic. Here are some options. I want to pick the weird one. And then I do a little research and I go, yep, there's no, not enough here. And I'll figure something <laughs> else out. I may have not done that last step this time. But let's okay. find out. That's my out. It's a mystery. Sources are <laughs> visitmichigan.com, which we've all seen the ads, right? Have they we? Have those, yeah, they've been on forever. Those Visit Michigan ads and... um. Freaking, what's his name uh, from full, uh, from Home Improvement does the voice on him. Tim yeah, Allen? He's from Michigan. Yeah, Tim oh, Allen. He's from really? Michigan. Oh, my gosh. I yeah. don't know that I've seen them. I'll have to look yeah, them up. Yeah, they had I a probably. big campaign for a while. So oh, anyway, funny. Good old Visit Michigan and then CBS 62 Detroit. So let's see if CBS does a better job than your ABC. ABC 7? Mm-hmm. I sure as they be- freaking better. Otherwise, we should be getting paid to do journalism. And then finally, I should probably... Um, credit them even though I didn't get what I really wanted I did go to tripadvisor.com oh, um I didn't get any I didn't get any good reviews the the reviews that mentioned ghosts were like I heard there was a ghost I didn't see a ghost so I was like oh, fuck you damn it but I did get this first part out of here is their self-description of the of the winery okay 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 from them we are a specialty boutique winery producing and selling our own signature wines, seasonal wines, and allow our customers to become a part of the winemaking experience by bottling their own wines by the batch. To assist you in choosing your favorite wine, we have a beautiful tasting room and retail store with tables, chairs, comfortable seating areas to make your wine tasting enjoyable. We have delicious cheese plates. Thank you very much. Don't mind if I do. And handmade stone oven pizzas. Ooh, this sounds delightful. 
Wines are available by the sample, glass, bottle, batch, and we have a few craft brews on tap. Well, I'm all in. This sounds delightful. I thought it sounded delightful. And I was like, I kind of wanted to put that in because I was also kind of like, I picked this place and then I went, oh, did I just pick a place that buys a bunch of wine and sells it? Because that's just a grocery store, you know? <laughs> I was like, because it's in Michigan, but but they're all in. All right, so um, now, okay, here's an article. Um, the owner of Howell's Main Street Winery says when she and her husband decided to buy the place and renovate it, the locals would tell her uh, a tale They would stop us, she said, and say, you know, a child haunts that place. Oh, oh, creepy. So her last name is uh, Velatel. Yeah. Uh, Velatel told them uh, that she they didn't believe it until they opened the winery and then strange things started to happen. Should have believed it. Should have believed it. Creaking floorboards when no one else was there. Furniture moved overnight when she's the only one with the key and noises from the bathroom when no one's in there. Um, Villatel says she's brought in mediums and ghost hunters and they all tell the same story. Uh, It's about the ghost of a seven-year-old boy whose parents used to own a store that was in that spot in the late 1800s. Did they tie him to the furniture or a radiator, <gasps> Tammy? Oh, I hope not. Call throwback to the last episode. Throwback. 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 Um, so, and I tried to, I kind of tried to look up like what was there before, and like strangely, Wikipedia didn't tell me the like, you know. <laughs> property history of the main street winery in Howell, Michigan. So anyway, thanks wiki. Thanks Uh a lot for nothing. Um, why? Okay. The winery's chef, Renee Chodkowski, who by the way, was doing something great, said she saw the ghost of Thomas. That's the name of the little boy. She saw the ghost once while she was making chocolate. And I was like, hold on, what? There's chocolate here. <laughs> Y'all have cheese pizza and chocolate and wine? Well, we're never leaving if we end up going there. This I sounds... am going to visit Michigan.com. I mean, I don't even need to see the ads with Tim Allen doing voiceover. I will. I'm sold. There. Thank sold. you very much, Hal Street. Um, so Renee says, quote, I heard a creak on the steps. So I looked up and said, Hey, Sandy. Okay. And I, well, I don't know who Sandy is because they just said Thomas. What the fuck? Get it together, CBS. All right. ABC was superior. Um, and uh, looking back at me was the most adorable little boy, about seven years old, leaning on the banister. And my first reaction was gasps is what it says in parentheses. <gasps> gasps. Yep. Maybe they, uh, maybe she thought Sandy was someone who works there or like a her husband or someone else. Like Yeah, that's maybe. Because they heard she heard it and she's like, Hey Sandy. Oh, maybe it's like, Hey Sandy. Like, hey Sandy, is that you? But and, it wasn't. It was a little Tomas boy. Tomas is like, Hello, look at how cute I am. Hi. Look how cute I am. Gasp. Gasp for me. Uh, so she gasped and then she said, my eyes got really big and then his eyes got kind of big and he whooshed around the corner and was gone. Ooh, no. Mm -hmm. 
So then the owner said she became more convinced of the ghost tale when a medium told her that Thomas, like the medium went there and was like conversing with Thomas. And then Thomas described a scene from two weeks before picture perfect right down to what she was wearing and the cake she was frosting what yeah so this medium showed up and was like this little boy said you were doing this two weeks ago and she's like holy oh, shit no, no, no. put my sweatshirt back on because i just got chills yeah yeah oh, right shit. oh shit okay so um one day a large group came in um and, and amongst them was a very like verbal non-believer like she was like no such thing as ghosts love that because you know so, what's gonna happen mm-hmm. <laughs> so they're sitting around this table and as they're talking a wine bottle and I read this in two separate places exploded is what it says here but in the other place I read it said a dime hole just popped out of the back of it <gasps> yeah which scares Whoa, me way worse that's way scarier oh. and it was right behind the shelf right behind the non-believer's head and the rain wine red wine started draining out and just like and like started circling the table oh my like god it, started, it poured out and fully circled the table that's really scary oh my mm-hmm. god um, Holy so then, shit. So we've heard about Thomas, and then there wasn't a lot of details. I looked for this, too. Um, but mediums have said the winery is haunted by many spirits, including one that's a cat. Yes, this place keeps getting better and better. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. And um, let's see. Uh, a medium told her that Thomas would like a blue ball, so she bought one for him. No, No word. Okay. Um, on if he likes it or not. Um, and then she just says, uh, I've gotten to the point where I talk to them pretty regularly. People probably think I'm crazy, but that's okay. Oh, I need to, I need more information on this cat. I know. I want to know oh about the winery God. cat. Oh my God. A winery that's haunted by a cat. It just sounds so uh, nice. Sounds perfect. I mean, yes. And Thomas and all, but the cat, the cat. Mm-hmm. And hey, if a ghost wants to punch a dime-sized hole in a wine bottle, let it be above my mouth. And amen. Maybe chug, just chug, chug. That kind of a bartender, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with this. I am okay with it's, this. I didn't know you could shotgun a wine <laughs> bottle, but now I do. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, so that's that's it. I mean, yeah, mine was pretty short. But Yours was so good. I think we both discredited our own research in advance to only to find out we did a great fucking job. We did just fucking fine. And you know what else I was thinking? Literally, I did this one and I was like, there were actually other options. So I wouldn't be my I wouldn't be mad to like re examine this topic at a future date I feel like we've got some good definitely this was such a blanket and that we were inspired by when we were doing the haunted caves episode Mm -hmm. because we were like talking about a oh oh meditation and like caves and I was like what about a wine cave and then we were like wait write that down haunted wine And look, we followed through. We did it. Mm-hmm. And there were actually, when I like started researching this topic, there were a lot to choose. There was a yeah. lot to choose from. Yeah. Yeah. Because wineries, I mean, I didn't even think about going off to like Europe where those wineries, oh, like, shit. they're probably <laughs> so old. 
They're probably super fucking old. They're so. probably definitely haunted. Probably definitely. Probably definitely. Most absolutely. Also discovered that there's wineries literally like in every state, which is super yeah. weird. Because I'm like, I'm sorry. Seems there's unusual. <laughs> there's a winery everywhere. In, so I was in Fredericksburg not too too long ago and that's kind of a newer wine destination that's like uh it's in the hill country just kind of north of austin oh okay um and it was so interesting um it's still kind of a small town like it's definitely growing very quickly but it's very like historic and cute and everything um but so like when we when we kind of lift we were like is there lift around here and there is lift and when the lift guy picked us up he was like yeah there's three of us here now and um <laughs> three lifts yeah wow. and he was like sorry if I smell bad I just came in from the vineyards because he like oh my god oh yeah and so we were talking to him for a while and it was so fascinating and they, he was talking about there was a terrible like fungus or something like a disease that went through the um the vines in France a couple of years ago oh no um and just like killed just like tons of these French you know Aww. wine vines and um Fredericksburg had a bunch of French you know from French origin and so they like gave them back so like Half of the wine that's coming out of France now is like kind of like French, Texas French. No way. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. That's that cool. So yeah. cool. And also very cool of them to do that, to be like, yeah. all right, well, we'll help you out. These are your yeah. vines anyway. That's Absolutely. amazing. Oh my gosh. How cool. I thought that that was a that was kind of a fun. I would I want to go back there. It's not it's not too far away. I should I should make a little trippy trip. No, that sounds delightful. I bet Fredericksburg is haunted as fuck too. Like it's one of those where their their downtown looks very like oh, that house is packing some ghosts in there, you know, like that house is packing some ghosts. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I know exactly what you mean. I like <laughs> driving by certain buildings, I'm like, oh, ghosts are inside those walls. I just know it. And I'm not talking about dead prisoner bodies. Uh, yes. Not this time. Oh, well, once again, you have to go for research, as this Dwyer guy did at the uh -huh. Bartholomew Winery. You just got to go for like three solid months. Yeah. Keep visiting and making it's sure. It's a residency, Amy. That's exact. Doctors do it. Yeah. So, you know, like. Writers do it. We're writers. Exactly. Journalists, maybe, probably. We're, we're uh, drinkers in residence at this. <laughs> <laughs> like, ma'am, it's not haunted. Hang on. I've only been here two months. <laughs> One more month and I'll know for sure. Okay. That's when the ghosts get comfortable. Uh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Are you trying to tell me how to do Are you trying to mansplain ghost hunting residences to me? Dare you? How? <laughs> Go drive your lift and get out of here. <laughs> well, we definitely are not short on more haunted wineries to, to research. So it's very exciting. Thank God. I know, because we like to drink wine, except when we're overserved. That was definitely my fault. But that's okay. I don't it mind it. It was my birthday. Might as well. There were almost zero consequences. I wasn't driving my car, which had gotten wrecked the day before. Oh, so that God, was that's nice. right. <laughs> and you made a new 
friend. Like a new old friend. friend. Yeah. So great. Just lovely. Partners in wine. I mean, I've been saying partners. You're my partner in wine, Amy. You're my partner in wine. Am I? Am I? Because we never drink out of the glass at the same time. With matching glasses and we never remember to both use them. I'm sorry, baby. It's only, I only think about you when I drink out of that glass. I promise. If I this, see that bitch holding that wine in an Instagram did, post, I swear it, to God. It didn't mean anything. I barfed in her sink. It didn't mean anything. Uh, she had the pasta arm, so I cleaned it out. Oh, perfect. <laughs> you're such a good, you're such a good guest. Uh, is that what you'd say? <laughs> Just don't I, leave it crusted up behind her toilet. I will say I did it and went, um, you're, oh, it's really nice. You don't have any dishes in here. Because <laughs> if it had been my place, there would have been dishes. And then you'd have to wash them because uh-huh. they'd be pukey on them. <laughs> oh, oh, God. You know, it's just experiences that you have in your life. And that's what life is all about. Just really great experiences, you just guys. Experiences. Just experiences. They are what you make them. Time is all we have, Amy. Is this how we wrapped up the last episode? It I is. <laughs> you literally said that in the last one. And then I went, yep, and we have time to do another episode now. Bye. <laughs> this is our I'm new like, outro. This is our new outro. I really thought I was calling back the beginning of this episode. Oh, and my that's God. On me. You just called back the outro of the last one. And I love that so much because, yes, time is all we have. So if you guys have time to share your <laughs> ghost stories with us, we would love to hear them. You can email them to us at upghostandpersonal at gmail.com or visit our website, banshees and click on this adorable little button that says seen a ghost. Cena ghost. And if you're feeling social, you can follow us on Instagram where Amy does all these amazing posts with corresponding pictures. And by the way, there is a picture of a very scary looking um, stairway for my winery this time. Ooh, um, I so will be that, posting that. So that'll be on yes. there with that set, Banshees and Booze. And if you're just feeling a little shy... Or like you want to wait until later when uh, we have more wineries to talk about. You can follow us on Twitter at Banshees. Booze. And please rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, remember, hey, Tammy. Yes, Amy. (laughs) If you see a ghost. Oh, my God. Of course that counts. Burps are the best. Yes. I burped just for you. I burped directly. I feel like it's my birthday. My oh, burp. Jesus oh, what was Christ. That? Tammy, what Did was that? Did you hear that? What was that? My fucking upstairs neighbor like threw something. Oh my God. I'm going to text him and be like, that scared the shit out of me. I'm like, asshole. I immediately started Did sweating. Did you hear that? That was upsetting. It I, was right above my head. All at the same exact moment, I began to sweat and got a stomach ache. <laughs> I'm a terrible person to take on a ghost hunt. <laughs> no, you're always the bravest. You're always the bravest. Not the way my body just reacted. I'm legit. Up again. The minute we go off of here, I am going to text him. If you see a ghost, text my upstairs neighbor <laughs> and tell him that was 
not funny. Holy shit, I'm going to have to lower my AC again because now I'm sweating because I'm scared. I'm going to have to like take a cold shower. Oh my God, that was so scary, Tammy. And also these microphones never pick up anything but our voices. Yeah, so and we just sound crazy. Was, but like that was, yeah, we're probably going to sound insane. No one's going to hear that. <laughs> have to insert a sound effect. <laughs> I will. I'll put in a really fake like glass shattering noise. <laughs> That record scratch I keep using. <laughs> I love that one. Yeah. <laughs> Holy uh, shit. Well, sorry for the uh, interruption, but um, hey, Amy. Yes, Tammy. If you see a ghost. <laughs> start sweating and <laughs> and cramping up immediately. And never, sc- never stop. Scream never at your stop. neighbor. <laughs> Legitimately. Holy shit. Holy shit, that was perfect in every way. <laughs> I like ducked. I thought like something you was coming through duck. the ceiling. And then because it's coming into my headphones, I thought it was in my room. So yeah. we were both like, you ducked as if something <laughs> was falling onto your head. Yeah. And then I lurched forward. I don't know what just happened. Ooh, if only this were recorded by on video as well. Yeah. That would be really fun to look back at. <laughs> or not. Oh, oh, wait, wait. I'm going to do a poll. I didn't ask you about this. Hey, listeners. Um, So we had been talking a little while ago about, remember at the beginning of the pandemic and people started doing like fun internet things where you could be all like, let's get together and do a thing. We had been thinking. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So this is what we were thinking. We were thinking it might be kind of fun to do like a watch party of something. Um, maybe a scary movie or something like that. Amy doesn't think that part's fun, but um, no. I think that it like fits uh, with what we do is probably a scary movie. So here's here's my kind of question. So if, if, if you could just, you know, write to us wherever, you know, Instagram, I'll even look at Twitter, send us an email, whatever. My question is, A, does that sound like fun? Did you okay. fucking? Okay, I am what gonna go up fuck? there. It's like he knows we're recording a scary podcast and is fucking with us. He is in capital T trouble. Um. Okay. So anyway, back to our question: Is the a does that sound interesting and like something you'd like to do? Probably the form it would take would be we would pick a time, we would stream a movie, and we would have some kind of, you might have to download a, a, a some kind of thing, but then you'd be able to chat with us um, while we were watching it. It would be um, so much fun. I think that would be fun. So I already answered the question for you. The answer better be yes. <laughs> and then part B, would you be willing to download a little piece of technology to do it? And I think... I, I don't know. We might even try to maybe do a fundraiser, maybe raise a little money for something, you know, like maybe have a little ticket. I don't know. Yes. I'm, I'm spitballing here. But um, I was thinking there's there's a lot of, you know, horror movies that come out. Maybe we'll even watch that terrible resort movie. Oh, my you know? God. That, that might be fun. terrible horror movies is the best. I would Let's, love that. Maybe we could try that. So anyway, uh, think about it. Send us your emails, uh, and uh, hopefully we'll do that in the next uh, month or so. That will be super fun and very scary for me as well. But, you know, the more the merrier. So that will be really fun. And if people are chatting with us during it, I have a reason to ignore the actual scary movie and respond to the chat, which will be great. You always step up, Amy, and I really appreciate that about (laughs) you. Um, Cool. Well, thanks so much for listening, guys. And uh, if you don't mind, I'm going to go – 
full Karen and knock on my neighbor's door and be like, what the fuck, buddy? My God, I'm so excited about that. Yes. I'll text you. Thank you. (laughs) All right. Bye. All right. Bye, guys. (laughs) 